As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Let's take a moment to breathe. Deep inhale. Extend your spine. Remain focused on what you're doing. If safe to do so, exhale slowly, leaning to one side. Inhale back to center. If safe to do so, exhale slowly to the opposite side. Find mental health resources at loveyourmindtoday.org. This message is brought to you by the Huntsman Mental Health Institute and the Ed Council. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Money Making Conversations. It's the show that shares the secrets of success experienced firsthand by marketing and branding expert Rashawn McDonald. I will know. He's given me advice on many occasions, and in case you didn't notice, I'm not broke. You know he'll be interviewing celebrities, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. It's what he likes to do. It's what he likes to share. Now it's time to hear from my man, Rashawn McDonald. Money Making Conversations. Absolutely. Rashawn McDonald's here, Atlanta, Georgia. You know I'm here every Monday uh, doing what I do for you and bringing people on the show. Got a live studio guest. We're going to introduce him in a minute. But basically, let's talk about you. Let's talk about being the best that you can be. And a lot of people don't. They don't uh, feel a need to uh, step out. They feel a need to complain, but they don't feel a need to do. And the only way you can do is to plan. The only way you can plan is to set goals. When you set goals, these originate from your dreams. If you have a dream, it can be achieved if you're willing to be consistent with your actions. And that's what this show is all about. I bring on individuals who are successful, who are successful from entertainment, successful from the small business world, successful from the corporate world, industry decision makers. So you can hear their stories. And I try to pull out information from their stories that you can become nuggets for you to be successful in your daily life. Yeah, this show is every Monday, 10 a.m. to noon. You can also hear me on Howard University campus, Sirius Channel 141. You can always hear me on all HBCU campus on Sirius Cha- XM Channel 142. Then, of course, Alexa got me. If you enable money-making conversation, I'll start talking in your bathroom, back row. If you got a party, you throwing down with your crew. Just say, enable money-making conversation. I'll start giving advice. Shut the room down, especially electric sliding. <laughs> I will shut down the room. I know my people. What is that? Who is Rashad with the funny voice? And so, but this is about advice, advice I'm trying to give to you. And when I bring people on the show, the most important thing I try to give to them is lead a balanced life, something I was not able to accomplish uh, the last 20 years of my life. I was just so focused on the next goal and didn't enjoy that goal, nor did I want to spend the amount of time that I should have spent with my family. Not saying my family and my relationships suffered, but I knew I could have done better if I respected the principles of a balanced life. My next guest who's sitting next to me, uh, Saw me in that, you know, I call that that war torn, that war torn period when I was out there just grinding, right. just grinding. And when I say grinding, uh, saw him do comedy in Chicago. And uh, again, when you see doing the BET Comedy View tour, yeah. Comic View tour, and uh, you know, just go back a little bit. My next guest was an audience, a warm up person, 
Very true. Radio personality, a writer, full-fledged professional stand-up comic. I'm touching him. I'm touching him. <laughs> <and laughs> we'll crack a joke. <laughs> uh, he's on the show today to discuss hosting the 10th Annual Bronze Lens Awards show, and many other career plans. Please welcome to Money Making Conversations, Rodney Perry. I must be making money, man. <laughs> I love it. Absolutely. Rashawn, man, first of all, thank you for having me on, man. You you know, you, you said some real interesting balance, man. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I think, you know, as guys like you and I that had, like, traumatic health things yes, that, that really wake you up to balance when you when you land in the hospital bed and you look around and you see who's really there mm-hmm. it makes you go wow mm-hmm. so i've been working i've been grinding i've been trying to get way out there to that thing mm-hmm. but the reality is the people around you is a success right right the people around you people that really that really care to the 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 five or six or eight or nine people mm-hmm. that that really matter and you know we we're enthralled with social media and all that stuff and and again making it making it making it don't get me wrong you can still have those goals mm-hmm. but the the people that matter matter right yeah right and you have to matter yes and sir that's the, that's the key and like I yeah. said you talked about the uh, the traumatic mm-hmm. physical because we all think we are immortal absolutely we don't have a timeline yeah. of when it should stop. Yeah, and when it when it when it comes to you, like my my version was thyroid cancer. When it was okay. announced, doctor told me I, I can assure everybody. Once somebody tells you the word the cancer word to you, it just shuts down your whole mind process. Cause, yes, sir. Because I don't care who you are, you think that you think that there's a there, there's why first of all the why me immediately jumps into you absolutely, and then you start and it what it allowed me to do was allow me to make an assessment of where I was in my life, yes, sir, and where I can go. Fortunately for me, my my cancer is in remission, and but that doesn't mean that, that it can't come back. The word that's what remission means. Right, it, it can't come back. Yeah. And so it might be on another mission. Absolutely right. Yeah. <laughs> right. And so when it was affecting you, what part of your life did you take in perspective as far as the career that you had built up to that point? I mean, you take it all in perspective. Uh, my, my my traumatic health scare was a stroke. I had a stroke. Mm-hmm. So I'm on the road, mm-hmm. uh, Denver, Colorado. I'm, I'm telling jokes, and I talked to my, my buddy, Joey Wells, and he was telling about another friend of ours that I had a stroke, mm-hmm. a young lady named Mickey Gordon. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was telling me what had happened, and as he was telling me her symptoms, in my mind, I was like, yo, I feel like that right now. Wow. And so as we were talking, I was like, yo, man, I'm really not feeling good. I'm on the road. I'm in a hotel room, Denver, Colorado. And uh, so I went across the street to Walmart. Mm-hmm. I stuck my arm in the sleeve. My blood pressure was 221 over 140. <laughs> this is how stupid your boy is, though. <laughs> I still go do two shows that day. <laughs> I got I got obligation to do my do my job. Right, right, and So right, forget right. how I'm feeling. This this is how misguided I was, right. you know, in, in relation to when you started balance. Uh-huh. So I was so singularly minded hitting that stage. I even I even remember having this thought, Rashawn. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I remember saying to myself, "If I die, I want to die on stage." Right, right. And Incredible. I I had given that thought, not not thought of my family, not thought of what it would be like to lose a father, mm-hmm. a husband, mm-hmm. a, a, a a friend. Mm-hmm. I didn't even think about that. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about comedy, mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. it, even in those dire moments. And so, um, I went to the emergency room after the shows that night. Shook hands, you know, took pictures, all that stuff. Went to the emergency room. This is, yeah, you're in a hurry to get there. <laughs> Dude, I'm tripping. In my mind, they would they would lower my pressure and send me home. Right. I walked into the emergency room. I was in ICU for the next eight days. Mm. Uh, I spent the next 40 or so days in rehab, learning how to walk again. 
mm. learning how to use my left hand again. My my stroke happened on my left side. So basically what happens, your brain stops talking to that side of your body. Mm. And so I was never in pain, but I felt all those feelings. I felt the why me. And, you know, what God kept telling me is, why not you? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Why not you? Mm -hmm. Why not you be the one to get to tell this story? Mm -hmm. And so uh, you go through the whole mental thing. I mean, I'm I'm a, I'm a stand-up comic, and I cannot stand. Right. I literally cannot stand up. I had to learn how to walk again. I had a little little older, my physical therapist, a little older white lady, and she was teaching me how to walk. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what we don't realize as people of color is it's stuff in your walk that ain't textbook. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you got a heel toe. I'm trying to put all this little, you know, pimp in walk. You're like, you're going to fall down if you put one more swag in there. <laughs> so, yeah. But that's, that's amazing. So the thing about it is that your story is equally as crazy as my story because I was in denial of yeah. my health situation. I took my time getting to the hospital, and I stayed there 30 days. Right, so, right. So I beat your record. Okay? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. A, a record of stupidity. Okay. Right. And because of the thing, but, but when you when you come back, you're trying to play catch up. Yeah. That's what I was doing, just trying to play catch up. Frankly, I didn't want to lose, you know. Because you know, in the industry of the entertainment industry, out of sight, out of mind. What have you done for me lately? What have you done for me lately? Yeah. And so now we 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 on the show today to talk about the tenth annual Bronze Lens Award that yeah. you're hosting. Yes, sir. Saturday, August twenty fourth. Yeah, I'm excited, man. Uh, I, I've been a fan of Bronze Lens for some time now. Uh, when you think of 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 African American film festivals, mm-hmm. it's it's at the the top of the uh, hierarchy as that goes. You got ABFF and you got Bronze Lens, absolutely. And so, and Bronze Lens is right here in Atlanta. And I've been living here 14 years. Mm-hmm. And living here in Atlanta, it you have a sense of history. Mm-hmm. You have a sense of the civil rights movement. You have you, you, you feel that. And, and what I love about Atlanta is that things that are, are black are dope. Right. Mm-hmm. Black owned. There's a lot of black owned and operated businesses, things of that nature. And they're, they're really nice. You, you can go to Chicago, no distance Chicago or D.C. or Baltimore or, or L.A. Mm-hmm. But you can see black owned business, but they may not be the, the, as, as good mm-hmm. or comparable to their white mm-hmm. counterparts. Absolutely. And you see that, you know, in numbers here in Atlanta. Absolutely. And so... Um, to be a part of Bronze Lands was amazing. They, they they reached out to and and I was like, why y'all didn't just call me? They went through my agent. That's respect though. That's respect. That's respect. Though. I that's take respect. it. I take it. I take it. Because all that because they call direct sometimes is a hookup. It's always a hookup. Okay, <laughs> uh, you know, and then uh, you go, okay, this is a professional moment because I like I, I, I like people to call me. They know me. Right. And I go, okay. Okay, what about the, the the car ride? What about the right. green room? What about all? Then all of a sudden the business side steps up. That's when they come through the the, the right representation. Right, you win it, and then and everything's in order. Right, right, and, right. And in in life, order helps. Right, order it, helps. So it, yeah, so it, I'm I'll be hosting this year, and you know you add Rodney Perry when you want your stuffier event to be fun. Yes. You know, and energized and energized because I'm, I'm gonna give you that. Oh, you're gonna give the energy because yes, that, that's your that's your signature. Yeah. Your stand up is energy. That's why I always always admire people who are like you because. Mm-hmm. You do comedy I would never do. And that's not an right. insult. It's just that your mind thinks differently. Absolutely. And I could never put forth the energy you put on stage. But but just, I I had to relearn it. Though. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so so so, you know, post stroke, I was way less physical because I just couldn't be mm-hmm. that physical. I'm, I'm kind of getting back to that now. Mm-hmm. But I'm still not I'm probably, you know, I'm probably sixty percent of myself as far as what I used to do physically. 
But I, I learned how to be more verbal. I learned how to use my words better. I'm a better comedian now. I love that. I love the fact that you're, you're taking the, the, these natural talents. First of all, your whole background from Chicago, went to Louisiana, Navy yes, man. Yes, sir. And then Inglewood. Then back to all Atlanta. that. Uh, all that. Uh, <laughs> all that. All those journeys shaped you. you yes, know? sir. And the thing that also means that you, uh, you're a storyteller. That's, yes. that's a natural Bottom gift. Bottom line. Natural gift, you're a storyteller. But again, setbacks don't stop you. No, sir. I'm 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 too stupid to stop. Right, like I'm. I'm <laughs> that's a big club for successful people. I should have quit a long time ago. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I mean, I could have easily looked at my peers, looked at the Kevin Hart's of the world, mm-hmm. the Cat Williams of the world. Absolutely. I could have looked at the people that was around me that that really blew mm-hmm. and went and felt sorry for myself. I was telling my friend the other, my not my son, mm-hmm. the other day. I was like, it's easy to look at other people, mm-hmm. but what what you have to be able to do is look at yourself. Yes. And be thankful for the steps you can make. When you lay in the hospital bed and you cannot make a single step. Yes, sir. You have to find a way to be <laughs> thankful for that step. That's important to hear because, you know, I, I'm associated with a lot of those successful people. Mm-hmm. When I stopped doing stand-up and started managing Steve, people go, hey, man, you're just as funny as this guy. Why aren't you pursuing and developing your career? That, that wasn't my mission. Right. My mission is what I'm doing right now. Right. I enjoy my life, and I'm happy with the with the revenue that I, that I I and the platforms that I create. Right. So when I look at you, you have about... 45 seconds left. Let's talk about, let's, you got the Bronze Lens hosting. August Bronze 24th. Lens, August 24th, going down. Then the book, out. Rodney Perry Moments on My Journey, Barnes & Noble, Amazon, right now is available. Comedy. And you get an autographed copy from me uh, via my social media, Rodney Perry Live. Comedy album? Comedy album. It's called Survivor. It's on iTunes <laughs> and all digital platforms. Improv. Improv, uh, DFAS, <laughs> ATL, you can holler. Oh, RodneyPerry.com. Go to, go to the website. We ready, man. I know. Money making come. I'm making money. We <laughs> out here getting this paper, baby. All right. He's great. He's my friend. He's coming back because we need to break down those classes and bring yeah. somebody else on the show that's helping you out. I want to hear your bring your whole infrastructure on All the right. show. Yeah. Money making conversation with Rodney Perry. Keep winning, everybody. We were having coffee, and I asked Jen where we should go on vacation. And I said, with our bills, I don't see a vacation happening. Yeah, between our credit cards, a washer, and stove we bought on credit. And that unexpected car repair. Yeah, that wasn't in the budget. Anyway, we agreed to take the week to research choices for a fixed-rate personal loan that would let us consolidate all our bills into one low monthly payment. And maybe have some leftover for vacation. And the crazy thing is, we both chose bestegg.com. Right? Best Egg got five stars on Consumer Affairs for their easy online loan app that takes about a minute and doesn't impact your credit score. Yeah, and we got approved in one business day for an amazing personal loan. We paid off all our cards and bills and still lowered our monthly payment. Yeah, and now we saved enough to take a little vacation. Yeah. Get your bills under control and your finances back on track at bestegg.com slash life. Bestegg.com slash life. Subject to credit approval. Actual rates, fees, and approval times vary. Hi, this is Rashawn McDonald. You hear that music? That means I can start talking, talking about money-making conversations. Money-making conversations is, is a, a show that I created a couple of years ago. Started out bringing on my friends. My friends knew me. They talked about things that I wanted to talk about. Then all of a sudden, it started getting bigger and bigger because I started bringing on people I didn't know. So I had to do my research, do my history. What is the value of money-making conversations? The value of money-making conversations is that I present information from CEOs, um, industry decision makers, small business people, and celebrities. They talk about how they have are leading a successful and balanced life. A balanced life is very important because it's something I was I didn't have a clear understanding of 
how to perform that task. And now I clearly know that I have that you got to be balanced. You got to work, and you got to have time for your family. You got to have time for yourself, more importantly. And so my next guest is one of those people who lives a incredibly busy life and balanced life. Because I'm gonna start off with her first critic. She's a mom, and she's a proud mom, and she talks about her being a proud mom uh, weekly on the Tom Jordan nationally syndicated morning show. She's also an incredibly busy actress, and I've known her all the way back to the Jamie Foxx days. That's all the way back. That's years ago when we first met, and she's, she was just, just, just blossoming as, a, as an incredible comedic actress. She's a TV host, a game show host. She's a comedian. She's an entrepreneur and best-selling author. She is now starring in the new movie, Brian Banks, which I saw and is and highly recommending everybody to see. Run to the theaters right now to see that movie. But she would also be talking about her other projects, the Netflix comedy series, uh, Mr. Iglesias, the Game Show Network's best ever trivia. And uh, she has a new weight loss program called Healthy Wage. Please welcome to Money Making Conversations, good friend of mine, Sherry Shepard. Hey, Rashawn, how are you? <laughs> how, well, first of all, how do you have time to talk to me? You You know, I'm actually in a car driving to um, another location. (laughs) You know, it's it's really wonderful because, you know, we've both seen ourselves uh, take changes in our careers, you know. And then then all of a sudden you're kind of lost. You kind of, who am I? Because you get branded to a certain brand and that's all people know know you for. And then all of a sudden you have to look inside yourself to say, what am I capable of doing? You know, over the last three years, that's what I've done. And I'm so blessed that I'm in a position now to say that Rashawn McDonald's a brand. And now I look at you and you truly have developed into a brand. Can you tell our listeners just in, in some ways, how was you able to, make a transition to be able to redefine who Sherry Shepard is? Um, you know, I think it's about taking risks. I think that's what I admire about you because you do, you get so locked into a certain brand or a certain way people, you know, they see you and, and that's all they see. And you have to, you have to be willing to take a risk and be fearless to a certain point so that they can right. see a different side of you. Mm-hmm. And so for me, so I wouldn't get locked into one thing. I always would do things that scared me, mm-hmm. such as, you know, I've never done radio, mm-hmm. but unless I've been a guest. So when, mm-hmm. you know, Tom Joyner offered me a regular spot on his morning show, it wasn't something I had done before, but I said, let me try it. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, I was joined by Kim Whitley and it went, our segment is the most popular for the last four years running. So we, and they added a second day as being co-host on Tom Joyner's radio show. So that was a different side of me that people got to see. Uh, hosting a game show is a different side of me that people got to see, but it required me to say, okay, I've never hosted before, but let me try it. So I think it's, and even this movie, Brian Banks, it's my first dramatic lead in a big film. So mm-hmm. it required, you know, stepping out of my comfort zone and saying, let me try something else so somebody can see a different side. I think unless you, you know, commit to taking a risk, mm-hmm. it, it might not happen as fast. We know the thing about it because, um, first of all, let's let's go back to this uh, this uh, single mom segment that you developed and have developed and, and moved to. Yeah. Kim Whitley, good friend of mine, as well as a good friend of yours. Um, now, that could be a podcast. You know, I, you know, you know, Mushan, I see beyond, you know, because we all know, yeah. you know that Tom is retiring from radio at the end of this year. So now you have to realize that that brand that you two have developed, 
Uh, if you if you need to talk to Rashawn about setting up some sales opportunities, branching out the podcast opportunities, please do because that is a market you guys cannot walk away. Even though that show ends, your that whole brand yes. is, is going to develop into this amazing. I'm sure you're already thinking that way because you're busy and you all you think about yes. is making money nowadays. So know that when I talk to the general public, know that that format that they've created, you are either hear it in their own syndicated show or you will hear it in a podcast in the future, okay? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so let's talk about That's this series. That's something I talk about all the time. Let's talk about this series. I ran into her a couple of weeks ago at the Holly Rod Foundation. So uh, she said, Rashawn, mm-hmm. I miss you. I need to talk to you. I got so much, things, so many things happening. So I'm, I'm sure you and I and all three of us will get together here in the near future to just, just talk about uh, just opportunities because we're all friends. And we all are constantly making transitions in this business because sometimes this business doesn't offer any guarantees. And when I say the business, I'm talking right. about entertainment. Entertainment is something you really don't find security in. You see opportunity, but opportunity doesn't always mean it's secure. And so let's talk about your dramatic acting role. Child, I saw the movie Brian Banks. And let's talk about, you know, her Octavia Spencer moments she was having in the series, you know, when they came in that, <laughs> when they came in that house and took your boy to jail. <laughs> yes. Now, now, let me talk to you about this. Okay, you're a comedic actress. Okay. Yeah. Making a shift to a dramatic, because you you had to be dramatic this whole time. You know, you know, being that she's funny, she's able to, um, there's a couple of moments where you do chuckle because she reacts. She just, she's just a gifted comedic actress. But there's, but just, But how did you come to this role and how did you make the decision, this is what I want to do? I read the script and I said to my agent, I mean, I just locked into Leomi, who played Brian Banks' mother, mm-hmm. and her faith, her love for her son. At the time, my son Jeffrey was 12, and I said, he could be Brian Banks. Yes. And I, I said to my agent, I have to get this audition. Like, I have to do it. And what worked against me, where they really weren't as interested in seeing me, was because I have a com- comedic background. Mm-hmm. That's what people know me for, is making them laugh. And this was a very heavy um, dramatic movie. Mm-hmm. And so I had really had to fight and my agent had to fight to get me in. And they had other names that they were mentioning. You say Octavia, but they were, they were, they wanted Viola Davis. That mm-hmm. was the first choice. Mm-hmm. The second choice was Octavia <laughs> Jada Pinkett. Mm-hmm. Uh, they said Halle Berry, Anjanou Ellis was being nominated for when they see us. These are all beasts in the dramatic world. Yes. And so it was, um, it, it it was there was that pressure as well, but you know you have to keep if that's the dream you have to keep going for it. Mm-hmm. And I he my agent finally got me an audition, and I'll never forget the casting director said we've expanded the part of the mother, and I said oh my gosh that's great, and she said because we're trying to get Viola Davis. Do you know what pressure that is right before you do your audition? <laughs> They're trying to get Viola. Yeah, now begin when you're ready. Okay. Right, 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 right. So, um, <laughs> And that's why I had to remember, literally in that audition, because I almost got deflated mm-hmm. when I heard them say that they wanted Viola Davis. It almost sent me like, I can't do this. I'm not even worthy. And I had to remember, Sherry, you're bringing some, you, this is you. Leomi is you. Mm-hmm. You have a son who could be Brian Banks. What would it be like if they took Jeffrey from you? And that's when I started doing my line. Mm. So that was all mm. up underneath me. I mean, I'm going to tell you, I fell against the wall, sliding down the wall. I was crying. Mm. I was screaming. Mm. I think I scared Leah Daniels Butler, <laughs> Lee Daniels' sister, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. who casted the movie. It was so emotional, the audition, that when I got into the elevator, I still was in a fetal position. 
because I went there. And I because I said, you know what? They want Viola. I got nothing to lose. Right. Let, I, let right. me just let me just go and do what I do mm-hmm. because it's nothing like Viola. Mm-hmm. And um, I didn't hear from the people for a few weeks, so I didn't think <laughs> I got it. But I knew I left everything on the table. And that's right. why I think you got to leave everything on the table mm-hmm. and go for it. And Tom Shadiak. Uh, just this kismet. He wrote The Nutty Professor, mm-hmm. and he's directed Eddie Murphy in tons of movies. He's directed Jim Carrey in a lot of movies, and so he was used to working with stand-up comics. Right. So I had a few FaceTime auditions with Tom, and I knew that I had gotten the job when Tom said, I had to sit on Eddie, and I had to sit on Jim. I think I'm going to have to sit on you, too. And Woo. when I say sitting on mm-hmm. people, it's sitting on the comedic, bringing down the comedy mm-hmm. and bringing up mm-hmm. the, the other side, the pain side. And you know from working with stand-up comics all your life, mm-hmm. <laughs> what we bring to the stage is pain. Yes, yes. And you take pain and you make it funny. Mm-hmm. So Tom Shadiak was able to take the funny side of Sherry and put it away, and then all that was left was the pain. And so he was able to bring that out. And, I'm, and, you know, it only takes one person to believe in you to, right. say, to make it happen. And he was that one person for me that said, I think she can go beyond the funny. And that's, that's important that you say that because, you know, when you, get, when you get, you know, a lot of your early success was tied to The View. A lot of my success, if you look at my resume, it's tied to Steve Harvey. And no yeah. matter, people will compliment you. Oh, you're great, great. But you know some you're great in that lane. But being out now, the fact that you're doing a, a I'm telling you something. In Brian Banks, this Brian Banks movie is about an incarcerated young man who's wrongfully incarcerated, 16 years old, was falsely accused of rape, and spent 60 years of his life. Uh, he's a very he's a football player. I mean, not just a football player, a five star football player. So probably yeah. headed to USC. Probably would be in the pros because I won't give away any of the movie because guess what? You got to see the movie to realize that through determination, through um, having the right support system, uh, mom was the key to that, and also the legal system. Uh, the legal representatives came in and gave him the support system, but it was a constant battle. And when her character, as 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 she says, this is not, you know, it's like no different than Kevin Hart doing his his his, his uh, dramatic role that he did. And everybody was watching mm-hmm. that, and that movie went to $100 million, okay? And this is your right. turn to say, I can do more. And that's what I love about your resume that I currently see out there. I see an entrepreneur. I see a mom. I see a radio person. Now I see drama. And that is beautiful because that lets me know that you're 360. And I, I forgot, also best-selling author, okay? That's the 360, radio, print, digital, social media influencer. When, when, I, when I throw all these accolades at you, how, how do you respond to that, that you are achieving and currently being blessed with? I, I'm very thankful that people uh, still want to work with me. I think that speaks to character and integrity, mm-hmm. um, which is crucial in this business. And um, thankful that my you know, that I have a reputation that's pretty solid Yes. where people say, I would like to take a chance with her. Cause I've heard about, you know, a lot of times it's not who I've met. It's what they've heard about me. Well, my friend, uh, you, you said I couldn't do it. A money making conversation. We you deliver. It. We deliver again. Congratulations. Uh, check out a new movie. Our first dramatic role, Brian Banks, but beyond that, he's a wonderful mom. You can hear on the radio show every day on uh, weekly, twice weekly on the Tom Jordan morning show. 
every day at 4 p.m. You can hear see her on the Game Show Network again on the Netflix, the Iglesias, just the Iglesias show, which has been renewed. She's a wonderful star. She's a wonderful person. Keep winning, okay, Sherry? Can I tell you, I'll be August 23rd and 24th. I'll be at the Cleveland Improv. So if you want to see me laugh, if you want to laugh, Look at her. Look at her. See, she squeezed that in on me. Okay, I couldn't do all the other stuff, but she squeezed that in. Everybody, keep August. Follow her on social media. She's the ball. We were having coffee, and I asked Jen where we should go on vacation. And I said, with our bills, I don't see a vacation happening. Yeah, between our credit cards, a washer, and stove we bought on credit. And that unexpected car repair. Yeah, that wasn't in the budget. Anyway... We agreed to take the week to research choices for a fixed-rate personal loan that would let us consolidate all our bills into one low monthly payment and maybe have some left over for vacation. And the crazy thing is, we both chose bestegg.com. Right? Bestegg got five stars on Consumer Affairs for their easy online loan app that takes about a minute and doesn't impact your credit score. Yeah, and we got approved in one business day for an amazing personal loan. We paid off all our cards and bills and still lowered our monthly payment. Yeah. And now we saved enough to take a little vacation. Yeah. Get your bills under control and your finances back on track at bestegg.com slash life. Bestegg.com slash life. Subject to credit approval. Actual rates, fees, and approval times vary. Money Making Conversations is an innovative platform that delivers financial literacy to help everyone with their brand success. It's good to have a money making conversation with somebody that makes money. Excuse <laughs> <laughs> My next guest, they're on the phone right here. I, I feel it's a timely show. We're in the middle of summer. When box offices are exploding, that's when they really make summer and Christmas. And then they have Martin Luther King weekend. Now the spring and March is starting to become a money-making period, too. But the summer has always been, you know, the beast of the box office. My next guests are in the movie theater business. They're the co-founders of Next Act Cinema Movie Theater in the Pikesville, it's near Baltimore, Maryland area. Uh, Next Act Cinema Theaters are 100% stadium seating, which I love, which is luxurious, laid back, big old seats, you know, leather recliners. I remember the first time I went to a movie, hit the leather recliner, I saw the movie Frozen. Boy, that was that was relaxing for me. And full service food, which I love to eat. I love, I'm going to ask them, do they have desserts? Because, you know, got to have my dessert when I'm in the movie theater. Little Sunday or something like that. Please welcome to Money Making Conversations, the co-founders of Next Act Cinema, Anthony Fikes and Robert Wright. Hey, thanks so much for having us. How are you? <laughs> I'm really good. Uh, thank you for coming on the show. Uh, let's just, before we even get into the, the, the whole next act, let's talk about that menu at your movie theater. What are you serving? <laughs> what are you serving at the movie theater? And uh, before we go, where exactly are you located? It's outside the Baltimore, Maryland area, correct, Pikes? Yeah, that's, okay. that, that's, that's correct. We're actually in Baltimore County, um, yes, right in Pikesville. Okay, great. So, um, Pretty much right in the middle between Baltimore City and and Baltimore County, where Absolutely. Pikesville is located. Absolutely. Now let's talk about that menu because you know you brag about it, and I when I go to movie theaters, that, that changed my whole concept. When you get a, or push that little button and get some food, so let's talk about that menu and what was the concept of putting that particular menu to your theater? Yeah. So so Maryland is known for a couple of different um, um, select um, cuisines, right? And one of the things that Maryland is known for is crab. There you go. And so we 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 had to have crabs, um, either <laughs> crab sandwiches, some variations of crabs on that menu. So we have a crab platter. Mm-hmm. We have a, um, a, a seafood, um, a Baltimore club that's kind of a mix of like crab meat, shrimp, and everything, you know, that goes in between. Mm. 
Um, and, and that one, that, those, those menus are inspired really by the, the restaurant that we kind of partner with as well. And right. so um, crab is a staple, and we know you're the pie guy. So mm. any inspiration that you have to help us out on the dessert side, on, uh, definitely give us a feedback. Well, I'm going to come on down there, man, and visit your place because, yeah. like I said, I'm always going up because I go to D.C. every week. And I got offices up in uh, 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 talent, excuse me, talent uh, that are representing the New York area. So definitely, we're going to connect after this call. So I like to experience people and share some of the, some of my advice when I go to their to their businesses. To, you know, that, that, that I feel that can be relatable and make you even more successful. Now we're talking about the movie theater. Now the box office receipts came out this weekend. They're saying that the box office is six percent down from last year, which is always these numbers are way incredible out there. So how does the box office, or the week-to-week box office, how do you plan for the movies that come to your theater? And before I say that, tell us what's in your theater right now this weekend. What box, What movies are playing in your theater this weekend? So, Rashawn, currently we have um, Hobbs and Shaw, um, and we also have Brian Banks. Okay, cool. Now, what, what made the selection of those movies? So I think, you know, when we're making those decisions, we're looking to see what movies are coming out, and we're also taking into consideration our audience, right? right? Um, so, for example, you know, Lion King. Um, Tony and I, we had a conversation, like, Rob, Rob and Tony, do, you, do we get Lion King? Because it's, it's, it's really a, a kid's movie. But Tony said, you know, Rob, I think everybody kind of wants to see Lion King. Yes. And he was absolutely right, because, like, one of our policies is, after 7 p.m., there's no one under the age of 21, right? Mm-hmm. So we're, we're, we're really trying to cater to that date night, adults type of atmosphere and, and things of that nature. Um, but that's pretty much like how we're making those decisions around which movies um, we're, we're going to select. Now, here's a, I'm going down to the domestic box office so far this year. The number one movie, of course, is Avengers Endgame. Beast, yep. almost a billion dollars in sale. The second one, domestically, the Lion King, almost five hundred, you know, million dollars in box office. See, that's in the, that's in the United States. Then you had Captain Marvel's number three, Toy Story number four. Then you had Spider Man number five, and Aladdin is number six. These are all Disney movies. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Yeah, so I think in, in early when we kind of explored, you know, what movies we were going to get, we also, um, you have to be willing to be extremely disciplined right. um, on which, which mm-hmm. movies, and, and that's just in business in general, right? right. You know, mm-hmm. you can experiment, but you have to be highly disciplined. Mm-hmm. And so for us, you know, we wanted to make sure that I think to Robert's point, um, we needed to cater to our audience. Right. And that's kind of how we select these movies. I mean, you have... These, um, these domestic box office uh, ticket sales that are doing well, right. I think, especially in the early part of the year, especially mm-hmm. like, well, for example, with us coming out, us did extremely well at our theater. Yes. Um, we also did, you know, obviously the Avengers and Lion King. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, there's other movies as well that, that perform well. Um, mm-hmm. For example, Shaft did extremely well with us um, and resonated um, with our audience. So, so we're pretty disciplined when we, you know, every week when we try to select some of these movies, Sometimes, you know, you don't necessarily get it right, especially because, you know, we're, we're still kind of new in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, we learn, we learn each and every month kind of how we select our, our, our choices. We, we try to look at, you know, what's going to you know, trend well with our audience in addition to what we think will perform well, depending upon, you know, which actors and actresses are in certain movies. So it's a couple of different um, metrics that we look at when we consider what we're going to launch. It really is because uh, I, I'm from, been 15 years in Los Angeles, so a good friend of mine, Magic Johnson, when he launched 
the Magic Johnson Theaters, you know, That's in right. Theater Hill. The same thing, you know, his his menu was a little bit different, catered to that audience. The movies that he came were more catered to that audience appeal. And it, but one thing he always sold, what you sell, you know, quality of service, cleanliness. That's right. Because you know, we, we got to be real. A lot of things when you launch into an African American audience, sometimes the facilities aren't up to the standards of the general market, and it really is disappointing mm-hmm. when a person like me would come in and go, "Wow, why the bathrooms aren't right?" And you sell the fact that our menus outstanding, our facility, our lux, you know, nice chairs, stadium seating. You're selling your brand to say, "Hey, we're on That's par." Right with the general market theaters that you go out to come to us because you you will get the same level of entertainment expectations on the big screen as well as the comfort as well as the food. That's a really big selling point for you guys. That you And that's why I brought you on the show to talk about the business side of selling your brand in this very competitive movie theater market. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I think I think to your point, too, you know, it was extremely important for Rob and I when we launched this to remember that, with any organization, you personally have to be held accountable for the decisions that you make, right. as well as for your people, right? So, you know, any good leader or manager, obviously, you know, um, encourages accountability. And the things that we do, you know, when we're, even when we're, you know, here um, and we talk to our staff, we make sure that we are part of the team, right? So it's not that you know, we try to lead from, you know, necessarily, you know, behind the podium, right? We lead from the side. And we encourage them to constantly make sure that we're catering to our guests always. And that's from as soon as they walk in the door, they get greeted. Right. As soon as they get ready to go into the theater, they get the, do- the door held open for them. Now, let's talk about you going into the fall, going into the Christmas. What movies do we can we expect to see uh, are projecting to be uh, brought to your theater uh, in the fall and also the, the, that, that amazing Christmas run that you have to do? What movies are we looking at? So, so we're actually, and, and, and Rock and I are also talking on this, we also are now actually thinking about kind of what are the next selections going to be, right? Mm-hmm. Because there's, a, there's also a period of time, right, when a lot of movie theaters, there's not a big blockbuster that's going to right. launch. Mm-hmm. And so we have to be very thoughtful in yes. how do we prepare for those times. Mm-hmm. And so we're thinking about different, you know, everything that's happening around Baltimore, for example, right now, one of the things that we're, we're trying to do is launch kind of a week or two of like Baltimore-based movies. Absolutely. Or Baltimore-based mm-hmm. actresses and mm-hmm. actors. For example, mm-hmm. Jada Pinkett Smith, mm-hmm. right? Um, and, and so, you know, we want to make it, you know, theme it around kind of Baltimore proud, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. then in the, in, the, in the latter part of the month, I mean, the one movie that we cannot wait to get is Harriet, for example, because we know that that's going to um, resonate with our audience as well as the message behind it. Right. So and, and say Rob can speak a little bit more about, you know, other options that we're, that we're considering. Yeah, so Star Wars is coming out in, um, around the Christmas holiday. Mm-hmm. Um, I would imagine that's going to be another blockbuster. It's going to probably be added to that list that you kind of went down, <laughs> John, as far as uh, yeah. one of the top movies that's going to be out for this, um, for this year, you know, and then you, um, you also have a lot of other African American movies mm-hmm. that are coming out with, um, American, um, African American actors that are going to be, um, be in, and we're definitely targeting those those movies as well. Well, that's important. Like the Harriet is, they're talking about the movie Harriet Tubman that's coming out. I, I definitely will. Uh, you know, I tell you what, what we're going to do. We're going to create a relationship because uh, important movies like that. I want to use my national voice. In fact, I'm syndicating this show, and it probably is going to be coming on in Baltimore 
in the fall to be able to bring you guys on regularly? Because I know what you're trying to do. You're trying to build your brand, promote your brand. And the way you get there is like through relationships and consider me a relationship. As you know, as I talk, I understand what you're going through. You know, uh, you, you, you can't bring that. every movie there. You know, yep. you can't bring Frozen there. It might not get the right. reaction you want. So right. you got you to gotta empty theater, <laughs> even though Frozen is going to make a billion dollars, but it might not make a billion dollars at your theater. Exactly. And so you right. have to be smart. You have to be able to, like you said, get the local, local. First of all, you have to make the, their awareness to the local community that you're there. What better way to do that by featuring local successful uh, Baltimore uh, residents who are now thriving in the movie and television industry? That's smart right. because you got to be able to have a base and the base has to know you exist. And so that's what you're doing right now because the thing about it, you, 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 you went to the bank, the bank said no, which they generally do because, you know, you put out a business model, they look right. at you and they go, okay, two black That's dudes right. about to open a movie theater. Okay, okay. Uh, can you get back with us next year? And so, <laughs> That's exactly what happened. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, it's, and it's tragic. It's tragic, you know, because of the fact that, because of the fact that it's not enough of us out there to say that this model will work and I have the expertise to do it. Don't look at my background. Don't look at my color. Look at my plan and look at the fact that my, my, my experience, this is what I do. And so that's why I'm letting you know that when, when that you probably going to talk to me maybe a couple of times on this show, each time the goal is to promote your brand. Each time is to localize your brand because in the end, you know, People are hearing this show in Los Angeles. They're hearing this show in Chicago. It's important that they hear the show where they can drive to your movie theater, and that's appreciate Baltimore. That. <laughs> and uh, that's why I really appreciate what you're doing. And I want to just want, want to say this one thing about this: the, the the trade-off of what you're doing. What would tell anybody who's listening? What separates you from the normal movie theater experience? Um, I think it's one of the things that that, that you talked about is that customer service. I mean, that's one of the things that we're always driving home with our employees. And the good thing, Rashawn, is we're seeing it in the reviews. Like, if you read some of the reviews, a lot of them are talking about the level of customer service that we're giving. Yeah, we, we, we serve food. We have reclined seats, um, you know, nice picture quality. But they're also noticing, you know, the effort that we're putting into, into customer service. And also, I like the fact you said, Rashawn, after 7 o'clock, it's an adult couple-driven uh, theater because the worst thing in the world be sitting over there enjoying the theater and go, <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, wh- why are you in here watching us with your four-year-old kid? What's going on here? <laughs> the kid's traumatized. <laughs> but, but the great thing, now we're about to wrap up the interview. Hey, fellas, you here? This is Rashawn McDonald. You got a home. I'm, I'm here to promote you guys. Your brand's fantastic and know that this journey will not be Alone, Rashawn McDonald's on your team now. (laughs) We were having coffee and I asked Jen where we should go on vacation. And I said, with our bills, I don't see a vacation happening. Yeah, between our credit cards, a washer and stove we bought on credit. And that unexpected car repair. Yeah, that wasn't in the budget. Anyway... We agreed to take the week to research choices for a fixed-rate personal loan that would let us consolidate all our bills into one low monthly payment and maybe have some left over for vacation. And the crazy thing is, we both chose bestegg.com. Right? 
Best Day got five stars on Consumer Affairs for their easy online loan app that takes about a minute and doesn't impact your credit score. Yeah, and we got approved in one business day for an amazing personal loan. We paid off all our cards and bills and still lowered our monthly payment. Yeah. And now we saved enough to take a little vacation. Yeah. Get your bills under control and your finances back on track at bestegg.com slash life. Bestegg.com slash life. Subject to credit approval. Actual rates, fees, and approval times vary. Welcome to Money Making Conversation. I'm your host, Rushan McDonald. My next guest is on the phone, and my next guest is awesome. Um, been watching him a long time. That's why I'm happy to have him on the show. You, you watch people see you. I've been doing television in Hollywood since 92. So I've, I've been able to see a lot of talent grow, a lot of talent be able to cast talent in movies and sitcoms and things like that. This is one of the young people that I missed as far as being able to work with. So having him on the phone today is really a blessing. His television and film credits include Turn, Friday Night Lights, Supernatural, The Walking Dead, The Blacklist, City of Angels, Bones, CSI, ER, Charm, Boston Public, Leverage, everybody saw him on TNT. That's when I really saw this boy. He, he clocking checks now. Underground, WGN. That show should still be on on WGN. Hidden Figures, City on the Hill. He now plays the title character on a movie I just saw last week uh, at, a, at a screening in Atlanta, Georgia, called The Brian Banks Movie. It's been, it's been promoted heavily everywhere. Please welcome to Money Making Conversations, Aldous Hodge. How you doing? Okay, go come with that voice. How you doing? How you doing there, sir? <laughs> <laughs> I'm fantastic. Fantastic. I'm, I'm, I'm it's it's really good watching your career, man, just just grow. When you when you when you we're gonna talk about the movie. I just want to talk about the testament of what it takes to continually work as consistently as you work. Can you give any of my listeners some advice or some pointers on what you do to continually uh, reach your dreams? And I, I always tell people. Sure. You always reaching every day. I, I walk out of the house every day with a new goal. Cool. Can you can you can, can yes. you share some wisdom, sir? Uh, I'll try to drive through this quickly because I can go on forever on this subject. Please go on forever um, because it's, it's, it's important. This, <laughs> I've been in this business for thirty years, so where people are possibly discovering me now, they don't realize that it takes years of sacrifice and dedication to get to this place where. Mm-hmm. You're building up different caliber of opportunities, and it, it all is sort of based on your preparation. You know, a lot of people get opportunities come their way, but they may not be prepared to handle it, so it may pass by or they may squander the actual opportunity. So mm-hmm. you have to understand who you are and what you want out of it. Um, when it comes to being an actor, I tell people all the time, forget trying to be famous or trying to get money. If that's what you want, go do something else. If you want to be an actor or entertainment, anything you want to do, as a real artist, as your craft, you should always seek to put more into it than you get out of it. Because at the end of the day, you'll get something out of it. Now, granted, you can do a movie, you can get $20 million. You should put $50 million worth of value mm-hmm. into that film. Because mm-hmm. what's going to be on that film is going to last forever. People will always watch your legacy and be able to learn from it. You should want to continue to grow and elevate. Mm-hmm. And for me, I stand at a place of trying to do effective art, hence, you know, projects like Underground and Brian Banks, mm-hmm. uh, Hidden Figures. Like, this is effective art that moves the culture in a different way because mm-hmm. it shows and exhibits the beauty of black people and black culture and just people in general to a degree of normalcy and gives us a voice in a different way. Mm-hmm. Now, like I said, I've been doing this 30 years. I have a firm foundation with my family, my mom, my brother, my sister.
to that helps immensely, especially in the dark times when the business is telling you you're not enough. Right. Um, I've been in rooms before as a child where, you know, I've been 12 years old in an audition where they're like, hey, you're not black enough. I'm like, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. You have to fully know your value when you're challenging a business like this that wants to strip everything about you away and replace it with something artificial. You have to demand attention for who and what you are and maintain everything that makes you special, which is already there. You don't have to fabricate it, but understand what your goal is. You know, what kind of projects do you want to be a part of them and and why, you know, really the, the, the big question is why, why do you want to be here? Why do you want to do this? And are you prepared to make the sacrifice? There are times where I didn't work for months on end, almost a whole year or times where I got fired for real, really awkward reasons like being uh, too too popular of a character on a show. Um, but you can't let that beat you down because, you know, your why is substantial. Your why is, is what's going to carry you through. And a good reputation, treating everyone with fairness along the way, is what kind of pushes you down longevity because people will understand that, they will notice that, they will then also respect that, and they'll want to work with you again. So understand why you're doing it, what you want to get out of it, understand what you're trying to put into it, and keep yourself level-headed and, and, and always hungry. You know, as an artist, the moment you become complacent or stop moving, you die. Your art dies because you wow. think, well, there's no more room to grow. There's always room to grow, always something new to learn. So always be a humble student of the craft at all times. You can learn... So much from a producer, from a director, you can also learn a lot from a background artist. Uh, you just have to be open and humble about how you approach powerful. everybody's positioning powerful. with respect. That's powerful, my friend. Because uh, a person who's who's been in the position to uh, do the things you've done, the humble part really leads mm-hmm. to your greatness. And a lot of people don't understand that. And the thing about it, when I was watching the movie, a little history about me and this project, Brian Banks' project, is that uh, civil rights attorney mm-hmm. Benjamin Crump and I several years ago was doing this TV show called uh, uh, the, for TV One that aired, and we reached out to the Brian Banks people, and he said, "No, we got a movie project we're working on. We won't do your TV show." Okay, cool. So fast <laughs> forward, you know, fast forward, and, and you know, fast. So I knew a little bit about this history because the TV show is about wrongfully incarcerated people, you know, and uh, yeah. people who have been in jail yeah. for no reason at all got out. Sometimes they got a check. Sometimes they just got a, I'm sorry. Okay. And when I, <laughs> when I was invited to see this movie, so that was a, a kind of a personal history to the movie. When I sat down, I was, and I was overjoyed to know that you were the lead character in it. Now, oh, thank you. Thank absolutely. You, you know, cause, cause I, cause I'm sitting down there, I'm looking at them arms and I was like, okay, now he's been in the gym doing his thing, you know, want to be authentic <laughs> and everything. So tell me about the preparation, and then the, 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 I didn't get the, a chance to physically meet uh, Brian, but he did come out and talk a little mm-hmm. bit about it. So I know that to overcome incarceration and, and some of the and some of the plot storytelling of his dream kept getting knocked back, knocked back, knocked back, knocked back. How did you? How were you able to sustain the reality and bring it or make it authentic to his situation and bring it on this screen that made me? not only cheer for the results, even though I knew the results, I still cheer for the results mm-hmm. and the outcome. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Um, well, it was really just Brian. He was there every day. Um, we talked uh, every day. Uh, we were in the gym most days. Uh, mm-hmm. We trained for about a month um, almost every single day before we even got down to set. 
to mm-hmm. start shooting. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we were with each other every single day throughout the shooting, you know, talking, kicking, and hanging out. Before every scene, I would talk to him about the scenario and ask him where his mindset was as he went through it. And he was just brave and vulnerable enough to go back down that dark road, that dark memory road, mm-hmm. uh, memory lane, I mean, to um, take me through it. And just being able to observe him and pull the honesty out of him is what I wanted to transfer on screen because I'm not playing a character or a caricature of mm-hmm. him. I'm playing him. He's a real mm-hmm. human being. My interpretation of him, but I want to give the audience the vision of him that's most honest given what I've seen from him personally, what he's shown me, what I've seen of him as he has interacted with other people. There's a light there. There's a... a a positivity there. There's a, a different sort of strength there that comes from having been through something and coming through the other side of impossibility that that's hard to fabricate if you don't understand struggle. Absolutely. Right. So uh, we just had a lot of fellowship, man. And I was lucky because of the fact that he was right there and I really didn't have to figure it out mm-hmm. uh, uh, too much. He was just you know, available, you know, a soundboard and, you know, we connected on hardships that we both went through in our lives. Mm-hmm. That's kind of where we found synergy, you know, mm-hmm. um, in our mindsets of how to try to deal with things. Mm-hmm. You know, whenever we're attacked, we feel as a whole, I think we feel it as a, as a mm-hmm. whole culture. So mm-hmm. it's easy to tap into that pain because we see it all too often. Mm-hmm. So when it came to that, it was just the idea of yet again, because yeah, yeah. of who, what I am. Yeah. Everything that I am, everything that makes me naturally beautiful, makes me me, is being taken away simply because the world that I live in needs me, wants me to be less than the world that I'm living in. And I'm not saying that everybody in this world. I'm saying, I'm saying in his reality, dealing with you know the police and and, and, and the, the statistics that go against him, the world mm-hmm. that he's living in mm-hmm. is pointing against him and his success. Um, and it's up to him then at that point to change it because we control our destiny. We command our, our value. We command our steps and we have to actively participate in our, in the potential of our future. So with that said, I just wanted to express the full range of him from the darkest times all the way to this, this, the most uh, enlightened times. And in that moment, it was how much pain can one bear? How much pain can we bear as a culture? How how does that fear look when you can't do anything about the fact that your life, your freedom, your everything is being snatched away? We've mm-hmm. seen it time and time and again on the news or heard from families that we may have experienced a little bit of ourselves, but mm-hmm. it, it simply was digging deep into the history that I understood as I've seen as I've seen my culture being treated over the years. Well, I'm gonna let you go, my brother. Thank you. Aldous Hodge in the great movie I've saw it myself. Um, cried up at the end. Cheered. Standing ovation. Brian Banks is the movie. He's out there, y'all. Support him. I'm going to support him. Keep winning, my man. Appreciate you. Money Making Conversation is always a show for you. Hi, this is Rushan McDonald, the host of Money Making Conversation. You say to yourself, who calls Rushan show? Please welcome to Money Making Conversations, Lala Anthony. We met... 
you know, used to always say, Rashawn, yes. uh, can you give me, can we talk, can we talk? I, I mean, always talk to you about everything, <laughs> everything. And looking at you and Steve Harvey, you know, that motivated me too because I would see all the amazing things you guys were doing and not just being on the radio. I mm-hmm. felt like at that time and even now, you mm-hmm. know, people want to put people in boxes. Please welcome to Money Making Conversations, the incredible Nick Cannon. You truly one of my mentors and one of the people that showed me that you can be multifaceted. You know for a fact now that you're about to capture an audience that's going to have a spending power for at least another 20 years. To me, it's like my happiness has been valuable. Money doesn't make you happy, but happy makes you money. Money Making Conversations continues online at www.moneymakingconversations.com. We were having coffee, and I asked Jen where we should go on vacation. And I said, with our bills, I don't see a vacation happening. Yeah, between our credit cards, a washer, and stove we bought on credit. And that unexpected car repair. Yeah, that wasn't in the budget. Anyway, we agreed to take the week to research choices for a fixed-rate personal loan that would let us consolidate all our bills into one low monthly payment and maybe have some leftover for vacation. And the crazy thing is, we both chose bestegg.com. Right? Best Egg got five stars on Consumer Affairs for their easy online loan app that takes about a minute and doesn't impact your credit score. Yeah, and we got approved in one business day for an amazing personal loan. We paid off all our cards and bills and still lowered our monthly payment. Yeah. And now we saved enough to take a little vacation. Yeah. Get your bills under control and your finances back on track at bestegg.com slash life. Bestegg.com slash life. Subject to credit approval. Actual rates, fees, and approval times vary. Let me tell you about the host of Money Making Conversations, Rashawn McDonald. He's a social media influencer. 80% of his 700,000 plus social media followers are female. He's a two-time Emmy Award winner three-time NAACP Image Award winner, sitcom writer, stand-up comic, former IBM executive, and has a degree in mathematics. More importantly, Rashawn McDonald will use his business 